0: What's up, everybody? My name is Lee. Some of you guys might know me as Intuition, and you are tuned in to Kinda Neat. Thank you for tuning in, as always. Uh, Just coming off of a little break, took a couple weeks off, didn't really actually have much time off. I was still working on stuff in the interim, but, you know, it's hard for me to, like, turn off all of the nervous energy that says, if you're not doing something then life is not right. I tried. We tried, but unsuccessfully so. I did go on a small little like trip for the first time this year. Because of COVID, I haven't gone anywhere, obviously. My wife's birthday was on the 22nd, and we went out to some yurt out in the middle of the woods. And it was in California, but it was deep in Trump country. And that was very different for me. I've never seen a Make America Great Again hat in real life. And so when we went to the grocery store there to pick up some supplies, supplies, it was glamping as a motherfucker. It wasn't supplies. It was just food and snacks like popcorn and shit. At that grocery store, man, no masks, barely any masks. The people that worked there wore masks. The people that were shopping there, no masks. A lady just like, had on a Make America Great Again hat, and I was like, holy shit, that's there's one in real life. Never seen that in Los Angeles. Never seen that. I guess I live in a bubble. But yeah, that was cool. It was, uh, even there, it was a little hard to turn everything off. You know, I was still answering emails and shit, making plans, what have you. But yeah, now we're coming back, and we're going to be back on the grind again. Fucking, I'm going to do the next half of this year. 26 more episodes is the plan to make it to my 52 because I haven't done that since I was since 2013 and that's the goal so but yeah everything's going good with um the big announcement that we made on the last episode where my mom was the guest Mia is I think just starting to show the tiny, tiniest little bit but I think within the next few weeks it's really gonna start pushing out we switched health insurance right at the like weirdest time cause she got a job during COVID somehow she got a great job and and uh, the three months just hit like her 90 days just hit right after we were like okay yes you are for sure pregnant this is happening and so we had to switch health insurance cause her job offered health insurance I don't have a job uh, particularly one that offers health insurance we were just on the affordable healthcare act with no subsidies, mind you, because we make too much money for that. But whatever, you know, I had health insurance, uh, but we switched over. And so because of that, that awkward like three week period that it took to kind of switch over, we still haven't figured out the gender yet. So she's, um, I'm this must be either 17 or 18 weeks. I can't remember which right now. I'm recording this on a Monday, two days before the show comes out. So she's 17, 18 weeks, something like that. And then hopefully on Friday, we have an appointment where we'll find out the gender. And so I'm not doing any goofy-ass gender reveal shit, not popping any balloons or lighting off any fireworks to set the state on fire. I'll probably just tell you guys on the podcast, and then eventually when she's really nice and round with a bun in the oven, I'll take a picture and put her on Instagram, but pretty much like... I haven't really told anybody besides people that listen to this and my family. So like social media doesn't really know per se. I, I like that. I have this little hidden nook. It's nice. But yeah, like I said, it's Monday and that means tomorrow, November 3rd, Tuesday is the election, the big day. It doesn't feel like a big day this year because I voted nearly a month ago, uh, I got a mail-in ballot and we filled that out and voted, you know, voted for Biden. That's what we're doing over here. I don't know about you, but that's what we're doing. And I don't know. People keep asking, oh, what do you think is going to happen? What do you think is going to happen? I'm not in the prediction game anymore because four years ago, I thought there's no way in hell that uh, that could happen. And then it happened. So I don't fucking know what's going to happen tomorrow. Tomorrow. It all feels a little anticlimactic. It all feels very ominous. Um, It just doesn't feel like a big day like it usually does. It just feels like, ugh, more trouble is looming. What else fucking bad can happen? How else can some unprecedented thing take place? So who knows? Maybe tomorrow is the beginning of of a lot of drama or maybe tomorrow's nothing and it's just the same as yesterday i'm not sure but um i'm hoping for the best i'm hoping that this guy gets voted out of office (sighs) next week on the intro i'm sure that i'll have some kind of like crazy opinions or whatever or or be surprised by the outcomes or be i don't know i I, yeah i just can't call it i'm just scared (laughs) I hope that it's not another four years. Fuck, what will I do with myself? Ugh. So, yeah, fingers crossed. Hoping for the best. I know that they're trying their hardest to suppress votes and, and um, stop the process of democracy, let alone, you know, how undemocratic the electoral college process is at this point. But whatever, you know. I'm sure you guys read and watch politics shows sometimes like I do who knows I'm not the authority on this shit anyway on the show today we have Brennan Savage um, who's somebody that I've been trying to have on the show for a while Uh, finally our schedules synced up and we were able to do it and so he is the debut episode coming back off of our little hiatus and um, man he's killing it this is not like some crazy put on to a lot of you guys he's pretty well-established artist at this point Um, you know, he grew up with Lil Peep and was one of his closest friends and our close associate to the show, Ned, Ned Arb, not, I don't, I never know how to say Ned's name, you know, I call him Braden in real life. So I know that I just mispronounced it and he's in his car going, fuck you, Lee. You never say my name right. Anyway, Ned, you know, told me in the past that he's one of the ones who kind of talked Brennan into starting music. Brennan didn't have like some big musical dream. He just kind of was around a lot of people that were doing well. And Ned was like, wait, you're tight too. You should do this. And lo and behold, here we are four years later or something. And, dude's getting huge, huge. And the new record, Slow Motion, shows a lot of, I think, artistic growth in what he's doing. Um, I think his sound is expanding. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if this is a dude that ends up on the radio in a few years. I really think some of the songs from the latest EP, Slow Motion, have some crossover potential. And if that's going to be the route, he seems like somebody that could do that. So... Without further ado, let's get into his story. This is my interview with Brennan Savage.
1: House hunting right now? That's what's going on? Yes, sir. How's house hunting in the middle of a pandemic tough? I mean, it's not as bad as you'd think. Yeah, It's just like you have to sign these uh, forms and shit to like go see the house in person. And then, you know, I have a real estate agent helping me. So, yeah, it's so much easier with a real estate agent than just being like a fucking 24 year old guy that looks like me being like, hey, I want this house. They're right. like, Nah yeah
0: you're like no trust me i have money and they're like you look like you just got out of jail exactly
1: exactly yeah for real exactly but i'm like i mean some people some people are more open and shit than others but a lot of houses you'll see like the nicest ones like oh i really want this one it'll be like a family home so they are looking specifically for a family yeah i'm like fuck this one would be so perfect for me but you know
0: yeah yeah that makes sense um Twenty four years old. Are you fully independent as an artist?
1: Yeah, I'm fully independent.
0: Yeah, I noticed that on all the on all the stuff on Spotify, like it just says copyright Brendan Savage. Yeah, yeah. And so you're self producing a lot of stuff too.
1: Uh, I mean, I've I've, I've dabbled. I have one song released that I or one newer song released that I've self produced. Yeah. Uh, album I did a while back in like I think 2016 or 2017. Some one of those years. I lose track of time easy, but I had like. Four four or five on the album self-produced but it was super easy shit like you know just samples yeah throw some drums on it yeah and then fucking sing over it
0: well let me ask you this because your numbers are so crazy like o- almost two million spotify listeners a month and like you know you have songs that are like hundreds of millions of streams across platforms if you're using samples like, have you gotten hit up about any of them yet?
1: For the newer songs I make? They're sample-free. Sample-free. Yeah, I can say. No sell. samples allowed anymore. Yeah,
0: yeah, I got you.
1: But for the ones in the past, I've I am dealing with a lot of that right now. Luckily, I haven't been like you know sued, or sued whatever, yeah. but I, I am dealing and cease having and to desist. pay a, a, oh. a, a not even that not even cease and desist people are really for the most part really nice about shit yeah and we're just you know dealing with it with money and business and shit getting contracts written up nice. doing it the right way yeah cool but that was just because i didn't even intentionally do that when i first uploaded music to platforms how could you know that it yeah, was going to get this big it, like, and it was just to put it on the platform like it wasn't to make money right. like i was just like oh everyone has their music on spotify i need my shit up there right exactly so then i put it up there and and then i was like wait i'm a fucking idiot like yeah. <laughs> this is illegal like, right but yeah for the most part it's getting handled and shit
0: that's cool so even though you're like 100 percent indie you're not just out here navigating by yourself you have like a team behind you
1: yeah i have a manager and a business manager and uh they help me f- fucking more than i could ever ask you know I'm like sure. they they they've turned my shit around basically like because i've i've only been working with them for about Probably six months now. Maybe maybe even a little less. Yeah. And then once I got the the management and all that shit set up, like things started to roll so much easier, you know? Like it just started to like fall into place and they helped me do shit that I could never do on my own and whatnot. Are
0: labels like foaming at the mouth for you right now? (laughs) Is everybody like hitting you up?
1: I've had like maybe like two serious like meetings that we were actually considering like making a deal yeah but for the most part I mean plenty of plenty of labels have hit me up if they're not coming with some sort of real plan or like real questions yeah and we kind of just push it to the side that's great because being as young as you are and
0: as big as you are getting so quickly you know people do tend to throw around money but I'm sure you're already like seeing a very fair amount of money from your streaming numbers and people yeah. people sleep on that shit like they don't realize like Everybody complains about, um, you know, their revenue that they get from Spotify and Tidal and, or, or whatever. But the fact of the matter is, if you don't have to split it with anybody, you're fucking straight, right? Exactly. Yeah. So somebody at this point got to be coming with like real paper for you.
1: Yeah. I mean, because I'm in a position where I don't even necessarily need that. I mean, I can see the value in it for sure. hundred yeah. percent. It's not like I'm against right. signing a record deal. Well, like, Because
0: you do have a sound that could cross over to radio potentially. And that's, that's the one what, that's thing the that the
1: plan. labels have locked down is the radio. Exactly. That's the plan. Like you can't touch billboards without a without someone like that. You know what I mean. Right. Like whether it be a major or whatever. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, right. I can see the value in it. I can definitely see what they can do to help me. I have it. If i have a meeting with the label, I know everything that I'm going to say already. I'm like, okay, well, I need this, 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 and this. Can you help me with that? Yeah. And I'm not trying to do it for an arm and a leg. You know. Right. Right. So yeah, that's a that's.
0: So it's just a matter of time until the right one comes around because yeah, you yeah. you do have that like big crossover potential that a lot of like people aren't privy
1: to you know what i I'm saying? I appreciate that that's what the goal is you know
0: yeah yeah totally so l- let's talk about um how fast everything's been moving because you're relatively speaking you're pretty new to la yeah
1: yeah, well, I've been here for five years. No, I've been here for. I moved out here right after high school because I went to community college out here.
0: Oh, okay. Where'd you go to? Where'd you go to community college? I
1: went to Glendale Community College for three years. You've
0: been in like Northeast LA. That's right up the street from where we're at. Yeah,
1: right? I lived up there, and I, I lived in Pasadena while I was going to Glendale. Yeah. Then I moved to Whittier then i lived in van nuys that's right
0: because you're the house that everybody used to crash at yeah, right yeah <laughs> that's I've, I've heard this story from a couple of people that like you're very responsible and you had a house and people will come stay with you right
1: yeah I had a bunch of houses like that yeah, we yeah we're moving all over the place all the time
0: right right okay because uh, yeah who was it like uh Horsehead maybe or yeah the, yeah
1: uh chris and Braden and Brayden, fucking Peep you know one yeah, Peep, yeah, yeah that's where I, where I originally moved out here yeah. with and then a bunch of other people, you know, basically every everyone that you see in like the, the circle.
0: Yeah. yeah you, you're you one of the spoons that stirs the pot. Yeah. <laughs> because you come from Long Island. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. That's where you're born. Yeah. I was born in Long Island.
0: What did your folks do? How, how did they end up in Long Island?
1: Uh, my dad was a firefighter. Oh, yeah. Uh, New York City firefighter. My mom was an architect.
0: When you say was past tense, like is he retired or yeah, he... he's retired. Oh, okay, he's yeah.
1: re- both my parents are retired.
0: I didn't want to hear like a, my dad's dead already. I was like, nah. we can't start this sad, bro. Nah, yeah, nah, okay, nah. good.
1: Thank God, but like he was in 9-11. Oh wow! So that's one of the reasons he ended up being able to retire I mean, after he got light duty, a lot of other things. Firefighters got good benefits after that because he was in the thick of it. Yeah.
0: Wow, that's crazy. Were you? old enough to remember 2001 you barely uh, remember that
1: i I, yeah i I don't i mean i can remember like little instances of like that day i guess yeah but nothing too crazy i mean i was young as shit yeah
0: totally how's life on long island as a kid
1: (laughs) fucking sick i only lived there until i was nine or ten yeah and then my once my dad was uh retired and whatnot We moved to San Diego, and so I basically grew up for the most part in San Diego. I didn't know that. Yeah, I went to middle school. I went to the end of middle school and high school in San Diego.
0: No shit. I thought you were just moved from New York straight to L.A. I didn't realize. Okay, so yeah, yeah. What what were those first nine years like? Do you like that you remember? I
1: mean, those years. I mean, that's when I became friends with all my real childhood friends that I'm still friends with to this day. Uh And uh, when I, even when I moved out to San Diego, I was back and forth so much. Like, we'd go back to New York for Christmas, Thanksgiving, mm, mm. summers and shit. You know what I mean? You
0: have other family out there, cousins and everything? Oh,
1: my whole family. Yeah. And basically, uh, we never sold the house. Like, we rented it out. Oh, nice. So then, like, and we would rent it sometimes to, like, family members. Like, my uncle rented it for one time from us. So we were, whenever we came back, we had a place to go. To crash
0: at, yeah. And they're right.
1: back in that house, now. or my mom is. My mom lives in the house. My dad has a different house. Okay, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so... Yeah, so I was just back and forth, and you know, every time I came back, it was like I never left. So I stayed in contact with all my friends from New York. How was that move to San Diego? I remember when I moved, I I was very upset.
0: Bummed, right? Yeah, that's a hard time to move. Like, you're yeah, just
1: I'm glad I'm glad life. it was earlier than later, though. It's probably way harder in a little bit later. Yeah, high school, totally. Because my brother had to do that. My brother, fuck, they they moved back from San Diego to New York when my brother was like, I guess it was he was still pretty young. In uh 20, 2015, he moved, they moved back. Yeah. And he's 18 now. Oh, why'd they move back? Honestly, I, I ask them that question all the time, too. I'm like, what, what did you, But I think it was just because, like, they wanted to be closer to family again. I got you. They got the whole California experience. Right. And it just, like, you know...
0: Was San Diego everything they expected it to be?
1: Yes. Okay, yeah. It really was, because that's why they... I think we were... After my dad retired, he was going to... um. We we just did, went, decided to go on a vacation, right? Family vacation. We had we hadn't been on one in long as long as time, so then we were we went to Hawaii to like visit one of my dad's friends that lives out there. And on the way to Hawaii, we stopped in San Diego for like a second. I don't remember why, and they were like, "This is the spot. Yeah. Let's go here." Nice. Mm-hmm.
0: And how did you feel about San Diego growing uh, up there? It
1: was definitely different. I remember moving there. It was a, a culture shock, you know, from being in like a not really a culture shock, but you know what I'm saying, okay, like actually. a very different vibe in New York. For sure, yeah, different weather, different people, everything. And well, like, there
0: are like beaches in Long Island, right?
1: Oh, beautiful beaches. But
0: beach culture on the East Coast is so different than beach culture on the West Coast, huh?
1: Yeah, but actually, the the city I'm from in uh in Long Island, Long Beach, yeah, is a surf community. It's a beach community. So, like, I mean, obviously during the summers. Yeah, yeah. During the winters, you know fucking negative 10 degrees right. but uh yeah so i was i was already really accustomed to that beach community type type vibe yeah very f- like friendly people you know always going to the beach people, people living at the beach every day like you know my in new york my dad built us like a a fucking outdoor shower in our backyard because we were just beach every day like walking around town barefoot type shit yeah and yeah so then come to that that's why they probably loved San Diego, so much
0: because it just felt like the opposite side of the country, but same kind of vibe yeah. exactly.
1: And they're beach people. Did
0: you what part of San Diego did you guys stay in?
1: Uh, Encinitas, so that's like oh, yeah, north, know, north County, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, at first we moved to San Marcos, yeah, that's like more inland. My best like,
0: friend lives in Oceanside, yeah. So, I always
1: San Marcos is right next to us, and so uh, we moved there for a year, and then they were like, okay, well, this isn't really like the beach. Because Encinitas is a little inland, right? uh, No, Encinitas is pretty coastal. Encinitas, where we lived in Encinitas was like probably two miles. I was thinking of Escondido. Encinitas is like a really nice area. That's like. There's like a a lot of, it's a very, very, uh, what's the word? It's very, there's a lot of different spots in Encinitas. There's some real crazy shit right down on the beach. And then we lived like. Probably a, f- a 15 minute drive From the beach But still in Encinitas So it was like Way more inland
0: What did you get into In San Diego Were you a, You're a pretty tall guy Or were you a late bloomer Or were you an athlete Growing up
1: I was a skater Oh skater Yeah, yeah I mean I that makes sense in San,
0: uh, That North County That's where
1: like All the skate brands Really pop off mm-hmm. at Yeah I, I grew up with like Plenty of like homies becoming pros and shit and like That's this dumb. and that but yeah like i was a skater i played i played a lot of sports yeah but i sucked at every sport right every single one <laughs> like literally there's great skate
0: parks in north county and everything too yeah
1: great skate parks yeah
0: okay so there were skate parks around when you were a kid yeah and oh yeah like a newer thing
1: yeah when i was in elementary school going into middle school and shit i used to do this shit called after school skate yeah because my parents were like you got to do something you can't just do nothing yeah And they're like you don't want to play fucking football or baseball you got to skate. Yeah. So that I would get picked up from school and go straight to the skate park. The YMCA, which was, like, one of the nicest skate parks in all of, like, you know, yeah. San Diego. It's yeah. like, a fucking, they have, like, the vert ramp and, like, the fucking huge roll-ins and shit and, like, the fucking, it, it was just a huge, diverse-ass park. Did your dad turn into a skate dad? Oh yeah. He really. He's not like really. They're like rooting you on of or shit. Or I like? mean, he would. He would just push me. Like, I know
0: you could get that tray flip. You need to I concentrate. S-
1: literally, I swear. Yeah. He literally would. He'd be like, he, he. But he. He was always like that with everything. He would like everything I ever did. Yeah. He was like, you gotta push it. Like just at least try. You know. He was very right. Oh, he was like, if you don't want to do this, then don't do it. Let's find something you do want to do. Right. So then he saw I love skating. So he's like, let's try to fucking capitalize on this shit. Cause the only thing you like to do is smoke weed and skate. So let's try to do the skating yeah. thing. Yeah.
0: You're not gonna get paid
1: to smoke smoke weed yeah yeah, yeah.
0: I, I always uh trip out about that now because that whole area yeah I feel like you find more skate dads than you find little league dads oh yeah it's like really the
1: equivalent of being a little league dad down there is like teaching your kid to skate you but know. the real skate dad I mean my dad I guess wouldn't be considered a skate dad compared to those other motherfuckers because they get there. hardcore sometimes oh, yeah
0: and there's a lot of former pros down there or yeah. dudes that were like really good in mm-hmm. the 90s and early 2000s who now have kids and are like teaching them to go crazy on exactly. vert ramps and shit exactly
1: Last time I went to a skate park, I hadn't been to a skate park in a long time. I stopped because, you know, I I just, as I got older, I was like, I don't want to fucking get hurt, bro. Health
0: insurance is hard now.
1: (laughs) I don't even have health insurance. But, yeah. (laughs) So, I was like, last time I went to a skate park, it was, like, flooded with just these young groms, like, that's what, yeah, that's what yeah that's what people call the young kids a- did
0: you ever get to the point where you're like getting flow or anything like that like nah, or, or no i wish bro yeah
1: i wish i think i used to lie about it and say that sh- i used say to be like oh yeah, yeah i got like, these sneakers
0: for free yeah i got some, some shit like for that for free yeah but I, had,
1: I had some homies that were like you know flow and shit and they would like bless me with like some shit yeah and i, I there was at one point in my life where i was like this is what i want to do really but then it shortly it shortly changed after that
0: but that said, when you look back, it probably is kind of a gateway into what you do now because it is. I'm sure it affected not only your physical style, but also your musical style. You probably found out a lot of about a lot of music from Skater Homies.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And it's it's it coincides a lot with like with skating, there's like a fashion culture. Yep. Like you gotta have the right shoes on. You gotta have the right. If you're not wearing your pants the right way, like you're gonna get roasted. Yeah, because it's very easy to be a kook. Exactly. You know, you gotta
0: like know the language to not be a kook. Yeah, basically. exactly. And yeah. like, I and
1: what what do you do when you skate? You got your headphones on. Yeah. So
0: what was in the headphones back then?
1: <sighs> back then, probably some like og underground rap like yeah. jedi mind tricks oh shit all right i told adam this and he tripped out yeah yeah i love it that's great but like all that demographic people under the stairs and that old shit MERS. oh yeah MERS. that's yeah. the homie yeah. oh shit
0: that's crazy yeah. hell yeah um and so how did you find out about those guys
1: uh, my homie's older brother i remember specific i literally right when you said that i just had like a mental image of like my homie's older brother showing me all his like fucking lobster lime wired oh, yeah, shit yeah yeah yeah. And, like, going through it. And I remember my th- that homie his whose older brother showed me the shit. I remember him coming to school one day with, like, one of those uh, Sony Ericsson phones. Yeah. And it had, like, the Walkman logo on it. Like, you know the Walkman logo, yeah. the little W thing? Yeah. He had it, like, on the phone. He could have all his music on the phone. This was before the eye touches and shit. And I was yeah. like, bro, this is fucking crazy. Next like, level. Yeah. And then so I started to, like, try to fucking get the cheap iPods and just load it with like 10,000 songs that I've never even heard before and just listen to them all day. Yeah. But I liked a lot of like classic rock and shit too. You know, my dad's like a classic rock guy and I, but I never really appreciated it as much until I got a little bit older. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm actually going through my dad's, uh, Record collection that I inherited. He's got a, he about, had about 800 slabs of vinyl wow. that I shipped down from Alaska and I've been going through it alphabetically. And yeah, it's crazy, man. There's like some goofy looking white dudes that are pretty groovy back then. You know what I mean? Like, That's a
1: collection, 800? It's a
0: lot. Yeah. I'm probably going to cut it down to about half that. I'm like kind of taking notes about oh, okay. what the gems are and what the shit is. Yeah. Yeah. Of all the There's stuff. probably
1: a bunch of experimental ones that he just grabbed to listen to and he probably didn't even fuck with it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> definitely that. And also, he lived in texas for a little while so there's like a weird country phase where for I like yeah for like five years there was like some weird like roadside country shit that he just got into that's yeah. like some of it's kind of touch and go you know yeah um yeah but anyway did you have early aspirations of being a rapper
1: as you're listening to like jedi mind tricks and shit like that no no not at all yeah not at all.
0: Eminem had to already have been a thing. Oh, then. I loved Eminem. Okay, I was a Huge yeah.
1: Eminem fan, but still, I was like, nah, that's wh- that's that's whack. I can't do that.
0: Yeah, right. Why? What? What did you want to do? You just wanted I to I to be a skater. Did it, did it ever translate into like, oh, maybe I'm not as good at this as my friends, so I should pick up a camera? Uh,
1: that, that's a good ass question. I I did used to think about that a lot, but yeah. then I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, I still want to skate so bad yeah. that like, it's the same type of shit, I guess, with people who make music, like. If I guess like oh like maybe I want to do something in the music industry, but I don't really feel that musically inclined. Yeah. I'll, I'll start shooting videos or some shit like so, that, well, which is which is awesome. But- right
0: in, in Alaska, I grew up snowboarding because we didn't have like a long enough summer to really learn how to skate, and so yeah. I grew up snowboarding.
1: I, I was a big snowboarder too. Yeah,
0: but and I was good at it, but I was like watching my friends get great at it, and I was Same. like, I'm not as good as them, and so I that's what got me into shooting photos, and oh, that's yeah. how basically all this other shit popped out.
1: Yeah, that's literally the same for me. Like I have I have friends that got so fucking nasty with it I was like, "Bro, why why can't I get this good?" <laughs> it's so disappointing when it you're was are watching your it really was. And you're like,
0: "We started at the same time. How are you so good at this?" I
1: know. I don't I don't understand it, but like, you know, that's just how it goes, I guess. But yeah, that's that's it got to the point where I was just like I'm not really I don't think I'm going to be able to pull this off as a career or whatever. So Like I might just stick to what I'm good at which is school I was good at school you're good at school yeah so I was Uh, like not a lot of
0: people admit that on this show but yeah that's great did you have a um, preferred subject or were you kind of good all around probably English
1: yeah I I, I would consider myself a good writer yeah but yeah I was I I was in everything the the high math level courses and all that shit you know like I was just good at like I was like all right if I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do it right I'm not just gonna half-ass this shit like I might as well like I couldn't just half-ass a fucking essay and turn it in just hope to get it a- I was like no nah, I'm gonna do this right
0: yeah so were you in like AP classes and stuff like that I think a school?
1: couple AP classes nothing too crazy maybe one or two right but not like it wasn't like that I probably I probably should have done that but
0: like straight A's type shit yeah yeah for sure yeah so your parents are like you're gonna go to college after school like you're gonna have a good career type shit yeah
1: and one of the main reasons like I I was so focused in school is cause like my parents didn't bother me as long as i was getting good grades and shit they were like do whatever the fuck you want like oh okay so i was bringing home a's like staying out of trouble for the most part yeah then when i started getting into trouble and shit you know police trouble and this and that then they were like okay now we have to keep an eye on you a little closer but so what
0: happened like what changes where you start getting in trouble and you start getting in police trouble
1: i don't know bro my dad my dad used to always tell me you you stick out like a sore thumb they always target me for some reason But I was just like, you know, I was just doing dumb kid shit, stealing shit and fucking... You know, graffiti and all that shit. All the stuff that comes along with skating. Exactly.
0: Yeah. And so you and your friends are getting harassed by, or not harassed by cops, but like you caught by yeah, cops. getting caught. Did they start to like recognize, oh, there's fucking Brennan and his friends. Let's I, I, get Actually, him. yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. like, Brennan, how many times do like you have to Like the, the
1: school fucking cop was always on my ass, bro. Pause. But yeah, he was, he was always trying to fucking fuck with me.
0: Yeah, I got you.
1: Did you get suspended
0: a lot or did you get I, ISS I Actually,
1: well, they usually would like cut me a lot of slack. Because I was a good student yeah, And they knew I was a good person You know Like they would call me in Talk to me about shit And I would They'd be like Oh this kid's actually Not a fucking dumbass
0: Yeah Yeah he just acts like one Yeah <laughs> <laughs> He's pretending Exactly Did you start getting tattooed In high school Cause
1: you're like covered yeah. now Yeah I started getting tattooed In high school Senior year
0: Like at an official place With a fake ID Or just like your friend Sticking poking and shit uh,
1: no, I actually didn't get tattooed Until I turned 18 Oh yeah My okay. first tattoo was on my 18th birthday Yeah And it, yeah It was my last name On my back Nice Savage Oh, that's your real last name. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> what, a, what a lucky last name. My dad has the same name, Brendan Savage. Wow, that's crazy. But yeah, fucking, I'd, when I was 18, I was like, oh, that'd be fucking tight if I got my last name on my back. I mean... It's kind of, uh, I'm don't I'm not i not saying I regret it, but I was like, you know, I had a different mindset back then. I
0: got you. I mean, you, it could be iconic, like the fucking Sublime tattoo. You yeah, never that's, know. What, could, I, that's could, what I was going for. Of course that's what you were going for. Come on, dog, I saw everybody. that yeah. album cover. I was like, Pfft. hell yeah. Oh, when that came out my sophomore year of high school, I was like, oh yeah, I'm getting something tattooed across my back like yeah, that for sure. <laughs> exactly. And I was like, I'll probably have a Dalmatian too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah
0: bro. man how stoked were you fucking five years ago when like savage became the biggest slang word i don't know
1: bro like i don't know how stoked that no, was because you're over it. because people like always think i named myself that yeah and i don't blame it. I, I
0: I thought that you did
1: i don't blame anybody for thinking that i mean i would think that too but sometimes you it, it could come off a little goofy you know what i mean like yeah. if someone's like Brennan Savage, like, come on, dog, how'd come up with how'd you come up with that name, fucking rap name generators? I'm saying.
0: yeah, serious, That ed is is like, I mean pretty some people have done that.
1: but yeah, but fucking uh, <laughs> that's very funny I though. was like but yeah i I was I thought for a while, I was like, oh, maybe I should change my name so people don't think I'm calling myself like a savage or whatever, but yeah, whatever, I don't give a fuck.
0: do you start toying around with music at all while you're in high school
1: uh, no i did. I didn't even make music in high school at all i made I started making music when I was probably twenty. Yeah. That was what, yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. Because I saw all my friends doing that, my newfound music musician friends. So how
0: did you start meeting all your musician friends? Let's get to, like, when you graduate from high school, you just immediately moved to L.A.?
1: Yeah, me and Pete moved to L.A.
0: And you guys were childhood friends, right, that met in Long Island. Yeah. How old were you guys when you met?
1: Probably... 12 11 or some shit
0: okay so this is on like a trip when you would go back to visit you meet him in the summer
1: because i have a cousin rest in peace he just passed away his name's keith o'neill fuck that um sucks. he's the same age as me yeah so rest uh, in peace what happened uh, he od'd oh, man. man fuck but yeah fucking he uh so he was like my best friend growing up yeah my, his his mother and my mother were very close they would live. We live very close, so I was that was my best friend. You know, naturally, It's your cousin. That's your same age. Yeah, totally. So then he was like basically keeping him, me in touch with all his friends. Yeah. And, like from for, and whenever I would leave, obviously I'm staying in touch with him. And then when I'd come back, I'd be like, all right, so what homies are we chilling with now? And he's like, oh yeah, we're still. With, I'm, I still chill with him, him and him. But like, oh, I gotta, I gotta introduce you to him. He's my homie now, and like this and that. Like he would keep me in touch with all my friends. And then yeah, so I got introduced with like Gus and shit. Yeah. Me and him were real close throughout the years i still have a, a handful of friends from new york that i'm real close with talk with weekly yeah. yeah so then after that we were after high school gus was in new york i was in san diego we'd talk all the time still and he's like yo let's fucking get get a spot in la like you just move to la he was like i'm trying to do this music shit yeah like, i don't know about you i was like uh you know i'll just go to college i'll i'll i'll, I'll watch from the sidelines you know just chill that's so
0: interesting so you didn't have big music dreams at that point nah. and he does yeah is it part of it like Yo you're my responsible friend Can you come hold it down with me Or what but,
1: well, We just We were we were like The same person You yeah. know Like we loved the same music oh. we, loved, we loved the same fucking clothes We would share clothes Share yeah. everything You know And like We were just Basically the closest of friends So like we were you. just like Fuck it Let's move in together move. So then we moved in and then um, Well let know.
0: me ask you this When you say You guys were the same person You loved the same music By that point um, I'm sure the That underground hip hop That you were into As a teenager Begat the other Underground uh, hip hop That like He became known As one of the forefathers yeah.
1: of Yeah We were fans of, mu- of Of a lot of other people
0: Yeah so who were you guys Fans of at that point Is it like Wicca Phase And Fools Like That Or, uh, or?
1: I mean I, I didn't really find out in, About like the whole Like GBC God, yeah. wave Or any of that shit Until a little, a little bit little later. later on Yeah so who was it At that point I Gus was the one who found that, you know, Gus, Gus was an underground, he was one of those kids, you know, yeah. underground fucking, every single song, every, like, this and that, right. but we were fucking with, like, you know, like, Sesh Holler Waterboy oh, shit, yeah, yeah. and, like, you know, like, Young Lean, like, yeah. bi- natu- every, every like, kid from fucking 2014 or 2013, whatever they would listen to, you yeah, know, totally. all that shit, and we were like, oh, that shit's tight, like, like, you know, they're the, they're the same, seem like the similar people to us, bro, yeah. like, and then, got, you know, so he tried to like he was trying to do some shit wasn't really clear on what he wanted to do but you know it it worked out. And by the
0: time he moves to LA and you guys moved to LA together, he had already met Ned by that point, right? Like, Ned was one of the people telling him to move out or no?
1: Well, no, no, no. We we originally moved here. He knew nobody. Nobody. He didn't even release a song yet. Oh, okay. Wow. I was going to school. He went to school with me for a little bit, but then he was like, fuck this. And that. Yeah. Yeah. It got to a point where, like, he, he didn't make anything he was comfortable with. So he was like, fuck all this. Like, He moved back to New York for a little bit to like kind of get his shit to get his mind right, his shit together. Yeah, yeah. So he just like went home, got his like mind, his his whole vision clear, I guess. And then he came back out once he started releasing shit. He was like, "Oh, this is me now. Now it's now it's go time." Okay. Moved right back into the same house. <laughs> oh, wow. So yeah. you were still there. Still there. So moved. he just dipped for like a summer or something or what? I don't even remember how long it was. Probably like six months or some shit. Okay, yeah. But that that time he had met all these internet friends and then he put me, like introduced me to all of them who are now my closest friends. Yeah. that Those are
0: all the people that I like associate you with at this point. Yeah did you have a major
1: in mind when you're going to glendale like business administration one of those majors you know that's like the i don't know what i want to do major
0: (laughs) (laughs) exactly yeah
1: so that was the like
0: i'm gonna go a couple years here at glendale and then i'll transfer somewhere and major in business administration and that was the plan
1: yeah i always knew that i was gonna do something like independently like you know i was always gonna do something outside of a fucking nine to five i knew that like i always would tell my parents that and they were like all right yeah sure buddy we'll see but i mean they were supportive of whatever i did but yeah i want to do some shit like i don't want to just fucking have a normal job like i don't want to i can't see myself just graduating and going to a job like i just can't see it couldn't see it kept going through college couldn't still couldn't see it and then i was like fuck this like I'm going to just try this shit, yeah. and I just tried it.
0: Yeah. Let's go through that f- period of life, because I feel like that must have been very transformative, because mm-hmm. here you are in Los Angeles, but without any music dreams, but also maybe, do you think subliminally, in the back of your mind somewhere, that's why you wanted to move to Los Angeles?
1: Well, I wanted to move to uh, Los Angeles just for like the... Basically, because I was just in love with like the, um, I guess you would call it an artist culture, like yeah. a, like a, just kind of being out there in LA, you know, like uh, endless opportunities. I figured that, you know, just being out there, maybe something would spark my interest or something. Like I would see something and be like, okay, this is what I want to do. And I, that's what happened.
0: When you moved here, were you. A relatively normal-looking kid, or did you already have some face tats and arm sleeves and all that shit?
1: I I had probably one arm sleeve, yeah. Yeah, so you already were sleeved up. But then
0: when you start hanging around, everybody is that one like the rock star style really takes over well i
1: I always knew i wanted to get my fully tattooed my whole body but i wanted to wait until i had the money to like get real nice tattoos yeah because i I was gonna say you're not
0: like covered with random shit like you look like you went to somebody who had a plan
1: oh yeah i I researched i researched uh this artist named death beach do you know who that is i don't legend yeah but um shout out death beach he uh he was basically i think he was just getting into it to his tattoo profession when we first met yeah and uh he was tattooing a bunch of the homies and shit just at the house and all over the place and uh he was he tattooed me a bunch and shit and then he uh became a apprentice at a shop yeah and I remember I was looking for like a sick portrait like a a face portrait yeah so I was like um so I asked him I was like do you know anyone that could like pull this off like real good he was like yeah actually There's like a couple people at the shop I work at. Here's their Instagrams. Take a look. And I like found, I looked at a couple of their, I looked at a couple of their pages and shit. And then I saw this one dude, his name's Cassiano. Shout out Cassiano. Um, He, uh, and he was killing it with the realism and shit. And I was like, that's, that's the dude that I need to to tap my fucking, cause I was going for my hands at that point. So I was like, I want some nice shit. So I, I was like, all right, that's the dude. So then I've basically only been tattooed by him since.
0: Sick. What is it that finally convinces you to start making some music?
1: N- Ned Arb. Ned. <laughs> he literally convinced me to make a song. Yeah, he kind of told me that story. And it just, it's so crazy to me. Like, how did he know that you had it in you? Because <clears throat> I remember I was kind of secretive with it. And I was like making songs on the laptop with like, fuck. because I remember when I, uh, when I went to college, I got a new MacBook. Yeah. Because they had like a sick like student deal. So, like, you could get, like, a good MacBook for cheap. And right. it came with a pair of Beats headphones. Mm-hmm. So I got that. And I was like, oh, I'm on now. Like, I got it. Because then, because Gus used to show me, too. He's like, bro, this is all you fucking need. You need this fucking interface, the mic, laptop, boom. And yeah. I was like, oh, I guess you're right, yeah. So then I got the laptop. And I was recording, like, on the fucking, like, the the speaker thing on the headphone jack. And I, that's what I was recording. So I would, like, like, fucking rip Beats off SoundCloud and, like, just fucking record some shit and all shitty looked up videos on how to mix it a little bit and like asked asked fucking gus how to do it and he would show me a little bit the here and there i didn't really show anyone except for gus and ned and then i like showed ned a couple one day and he was like bro these are pretty fire like i fuck with them yeah he was like bro let's get you on like let's get you on a net rb yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah i was like all right let's go well i was like nah 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 and then one night i remember he was like let's go bro let's record right now like it was just me and him like in the living or in the kitchen Yeah. set up the mic in the kitchen I like he was like let's do this beat like me and you are gonna get on it back in Ned's rapping yeah, days yeah his,
0: his brief uh, moment as a rapper
1: oh he he has a he has a discography yeah, the, yeah. if I say so myself there we go but yeah he uh, <laughs> so basically he pulled up the beat I wrote some shit as fast as I could under pressure I just did it and then he was like this is sick I like this a lot yeah and then we released it and then he was like, We're shooting a video to this tomorrow. I was wow. like, What? He was like, Yeah, I have a fucking homie, Nick Blanco. He's coming through. He's gonna shoot a video for us. Yeah. So I was like, fuck, all right, I guess. Like yeah. he was like, Yeah, let's do it. And he was like so into it and like he was like, Yeah, bro, this fucking this and that. Like he was pushing it. Like I was like, damn, like, thank you, bro. Like I appreciate the support. And did it go off? Like, like did people look at it? I'm. I don't know. I mean, yeah. th- I'm sure the video probably has like ten thousand views. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like. So it wasn't some like overnight success thing. No, where no, 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 no. The first thing you did blew up. No, It but took a little time. I remember the next day I was like, Ned, can I have some beats like to work on some more? She was like, Of course. Yeah. Gives me a whole pack of beats or whatever, and then like I I just couldn't get it out of my head. Like I would be I went to school, and I just couldn't pay attention. I'm just writing You're thinking songs, thinking about hooks, writing songs, yeah. thinking about melodies, blah blah blah, blah. and then like. Sp- bolted home after school, like pulled up the laptop, recorded it, dropped it that day. The Isn't next that day, the
0: best? Don't you just like look back at that time I when miss it's that, like bro. exploding
1: out of you? I missed that so Man, much.
0: Man, because you're doing it for free back then, but it's like that's the most inspired you've
1: probably ever been. Absolutely, bro. Yeah. I couldn't wait to get home to pull up that fucking Man, I remember
0: that. Oh, and, it feels yeah, good. Yeah,
1: and it felt so good to learn shit on like the you know, like on on the on the daws and whatnot and yeah. like
0: because once you start making some money off of it like you start to think about it more you oh is this does this sound like brendan savage is yeah. this what my fans want to hear yeah They're like no matter how hard you try you can't shake those little voices whispering sometimes of course whereas back then it's just like you're just experimenting and just i was inspired. like i don't give a fuck as long as yeah. i lay these
1: vocals and it sounds decent i'm releasing it
0: yeah you got to get that shit off your exactly. chest exactly yeah. so then
1: yeah it was, it was to the point where i was like making a song every day and like trying to release it and then i was like Oh maybe I, maybe I should make a project and like started thinking of a project and like names and this and that and it was so fun to me I was like I love this shit bro I was like I was like this is what I'm going to do I was like I don't give a fuck
0: in hindsight, like looking back, were there any other, um, precursors to the music? Like, were you ever journaling or writing poetry or anything like that secretly that nobody knew about?
1: Not, not really. But when I was young, I used to write like short stories yeah. and like get them like stapled and laminated and all that shit. Like when I was real young, I think my mom still has some of that shit. And I would write like alternate endings to stories and all this shit. And like, I was always an essay writer and writings always came very naturally yeah. to me. So I was just like, I loved it. So once you're, uh,
0: in this circle of people that are all making music at that point and and now you're now you've got that hunger and mm-hmm. you're making that music are you showing it to them and, and getting positive feedback
1: uh yeah yeah well I, I i was getting positive feedback for the most part but then also a lot of very constructive criticism yeah. that helped me a lot you like know? what like just saying, like, oh, this this sounds kind of corny, bro. Or okay, like, yeah. this sounds like some so and so. This oh, sounds yeah. like fucking this and that. Uh, you know, like, or just helping me, like, you know, helping me find myself.
0: Yeah, like, really, just find your own voice. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. How long do you think it took you to find your voice? Do you remember a specific um, first song that you made where you're like, oh, this is
1: me? Well, I mean, that's it's a, that's a hard question to answer yeah, because sure. I still am changing shit all the time, and I still. There's only been a few songs, man, that I've, like, recorded and been like, wow, I fucking love this song. Like, this is the shit. Like, I really am confident in this shit. Like, there's there's, only—there hasn't been that many that I really—there's a lot of, like, I'm still trying to find that shit, but I remember, like— i don't know probably like that song look at me now that was the one that first got some that, some actual like decent success and whatnot so i was like oh people fuck with this i guess people really like it yeah i was getting barely any criticism on it so they were like this is fucking fire this yeah that. that's a 2017 single
0: right yeah and i
1: mean it's like or it's 16 i think i don't I really it's whatever don't know, yeah bro. time
0: time blurs and flies yeah but i mean that's like the big song right that's yeah, had that was just, the one that helped me out a lot yeah hundreds of millions of uh, of um plays when you put that song out does it instantly start getting burned
1: um, or did it take some time to build up I put that song out on an EP like a short EP five songs or something yeah and uh, what actually helped it really do any type of numbers was this guy this guy um, his name is John he used to go by Legacy now he goes by Night Owl he's a really talented uh, videographer from Long Island and um, he used to he was he reached out to people a long time ago and he was like, hey, I fuck with you heavy, like and did some early videos for people it was the first real production quality videos that he had. Night like a sick real HD for I guess the 4K wasn't even out back then, but like fucking a real HD camera, this and that. And uh um yeah, so then he ended up reaching out to me. I didn't even reach out to he just hit me up. He was like, I fuck with your shit. I want to shoot a video for you for free. Yeah. And I was like, Okay, sick, let's do it. And then we did it and we shot a video to that song. And then that video went up pretty hard, and I was like, "Okay, cool."
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh, when you say went up pretty hard, is that your first thing on YouTube that hits a million views? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. How long does it take to hit a million? Do you remember? Oh, I don't remember. I
1: really wish I could remember, but it wasn't that long. Like, did it feel as you were watching it? Did it feel like, "Oh, this is going viral"? Um. Y- no. I, well, at, to me, it was going viral. It wasn't really going viral, but to me, I was like, "Wow, this is growing pretty quick." Like, it got like twenty thousand plays the first day. I was like, "That's a lot," or like probably a little bit less than that but I was like damn that's crazy like yeah. that's insane to me yeah and then it just kept going up and up and up and it's I mean it's still growing I guess but because
0: now when I when I look at that and I see oh it has 90 million plays on Spotify I'm like how the fuck <laughs> like how does that happen it's it just ends same, up on bro.
1: everybody's playlist. I don't fucking I know how it happened Spotify blessed me too because right when I started uploading music I didn't upload that song and a couple other ones probably a, until a year after, or almost a year after they were released, oh. put them on Spotify. Yeah. And then they threw me on some like sick playlists and shit.
0: That, uh, that was really what I was trying to get at. Yeah. Like how does that start getting so much burn on Spotify? And I was and like, fuck man, that's, so got that's, playlists that's playlists playlists. sick. I mean, that's yeah. really dope. Yeah.
1: Cause I remember at the time it was that playlist called teardrop. I mean, yeah. it's still around. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, they made. I think they made that playlist because of Pete. Oh, they yeah. made that when he right. dropped, come over when you're sober. Right. So I, I, believe I could be wrong and you but, ended up on that yeah and then they put me on that along with a bunch of other artists obviously and I was and it helped a lot with the growth of it and whatnot.
0: Um so how does life change after you start putting out music and it starts catching on
1: didn't really change much the only thing that changed was that I basically became a lot more comfortable with myself you know I, be- I became a lot more like okay now I actually have something that I really am passionate about and that I really want to do so now it's like this is what I'm gonna work for my whole life. You like had this. direction finally. Yeah, I finally had direction. Exactly. I was pretty fucking lost before that. I mean, I'm still fucking lost, of but like, I'm I'm still looking for the answers. But uh, it just gave me a little bit of confidence boost and whatnot. So I was like, okay, I can actually do what the fuck I want now. I can look, make myself look the way I've always wanted to look. Right. I can say the shit I've always wanted to say in a song and like show people what the fuck is going on. You know, yeah. And, like yeah, and like. Cause like, bro, when I, when I do this shit, like I'm not faking nothing. Like I really be putting passion and fucking real deal energy and thought into this, into my music. Like, I don't just play around with it. Like I'm super serious about it. So like it that, that was like such a relief to be able to do that Yeah. and like, be like, fuck all you, like, fuck if you hate on me, fuck you. Like, I'm gonna just keep doing this.
0: At that time, 2016, 2017, everybody in your circle is starting to really blow up, Right what's the energy like around your circle of friends at that point
1: crazy i mean fuck they say you they say you don't know the best time of your life until you're looking back at it huh yeah but like i would consider that some of the best times of my life because just literally like seeing all my friends around it was such an inspiring time like seeing all these people working so hard and supporting each other and just nothing but just positive grinding and you know just cranking out music and cranking out videos and Always reassuring each other and always having each other's back and helping each other out, whether it was for with money or housing or fucking giving each other clothes, and it's just like you know, it's, it's communal. It was, yeah, it exactly. A That's a perfect word. It's just so communal. Like, it's just it was it was a great time, bro. Yeah. And looking back on it, like obviously shit, a lot of shit's changed since. That's then. what
0: that was my next question. Like, has have things changed now that everybody's making money? Like, is do do people go their separate ways?
1: Yes, that, that naturally happens. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, I, I mean. Everyone is still friends everyone's still close for the most part I mean, there's shit little drama that goes down here and there shit like this and that but you know like that's just what happens. Like, once once you start to, like, shit gets a little situated, then now we can we all have, like, our own fucking places now, and yeah. we have fucking cars that right. we can drive around, and we have money to buy food and groceries. Like, right. we don't have to fucking...
0: Mooch off of each other or whoever's doing the best of that month. Yeah,
1: yeah exactly. And, and, and like, we don't have to fucking steal from Vons anymore. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, yeah, but, yeah uh, we basically, like, I guess it took away... I, I, I don't want to say it took away definitely uh, like the drive some of the drive changes it doesn't necessarily go away because you're but that's the whole thing like that's we, what,
0: i always talk about that is like quite literally you are no longer hungry yeah literally when, when you don't have hunger pains in your
1: stomach it's like because we know, did we yeah really did. you guys
0: were literally hungry and yes. now you guys don't have to steal food anymore
1: exactly and i'm like at, at this point in my life right now like i'm in a real like transitional period i mean at least it feels like it like because i mean i've I've been making music this covid shit obviously has everyone a little fucked up in the head and whatnot and like just you know cabin feverish and this and that but i'm like i feel like i'm in a good transitional period right now to where like i'm really because i'm about to move houses like my life's been changing a lot recently when it comes to just personal shit and what all every aspect so like i'm i'm Really trying to gain this hardcore hunger back right now because that's the worst thing that could ever happen to you is to ever get comfortable. Like, yeah. and I, I'm not comfortable. I don't. I'm not where I want to be at all. Like, right. and no one should ever be. Right. But it's to the point where yeah, like literally, you're not hungry anymore. Like you can pay your bills. So it's not like I fucking need to do this right now. Right, but it's not you as need to pressing that. of an
0: issue anymore. You
1: need to keep that mindset though. It's very important. It's you should you you need to work every day like you don't have a dollar and that your life depends on it because like what we do now affects the future very heavily. So I mean, yeah. So I don't want to say I'm I'm guilty of being lazy at a lot of times. Sure, but I'm I'm. I'm blessed enough to like be able to snap myself back out of it, you know, and be like, okay, it's game time. Like we got to go like,
0: you can find the love when you need the love basically. Yeah. And and like, it's time to work.
1: And also like, as time goes on, the more music I make, like the more of a perfectionist I become. Yeah. So like, sometimes i'm like intimidated to get in, or like i'm not intimidated but like hesitant to get in the studio because i'm like fuck i'm really not like feeling it right now and like the worst feeling is when you make a song and you don't like it and you're like fuck like all that wasted time i lost there. it i, yeah. I can't oh, do it anymore i'm done like it's over for me Yep. and like it, you can let it get to your head a lot but yep. then you got to be like fuck this bro like i just got to keep going like the best is yet to come
0: well and you know uh, similar to skateboarding or snowboarding like we were talking about that um transition from being okay to like being great you fucking fall a lot oh, while yeah. you're trying to figure that shit oh, out yeah. you bail a shitload while you're trying to figure yeah. out that next hardest trick and it's so a perfect
1: analogy and
0: so that's what's happening right now is like you're going through those growing pains of like i'm here but i'm trying to get to that next level up mm-hmm. and so you got to eat shit a couple times on the way there you mm-hmm. know to really find that next level of your sound
1: absolutely absolutely and i think that uh yeah exactly they, they literally the most cliche saying in the world: When you fall, you got to get back yeah, up, and that's, that's the thing. It. Like when you when you're down, you got to just snap back out of it and be like, "All right, let's go." Like use that, use any type of emotion, whether it be negative or positive, use it to your advantage and use it. Put it in your music, put it in your art, whatever it whatever it is you may do. If you're an athlete, you put it in your fucking workouts. workouts put it, yeah. yeah it's totally. like it, it it applies on all on on all fucking platforms. It applies in every lane, like. But yeah, like. I mean, nobody's perfect, so nobody's gonna be like constantly just. I mean, I'm sure there probably are fucking people out there that are constantly just such hard workers, and yeah. that's just in their blood. Like, man,
0: I can hear you beating yourself up. You've yeah. been feeling lazy, huh? Yet, no, yeah, for man. sure. You'll snap out of it. Don't yeah. worry about it. You just put out an EP, man. You're allowed to take a break.
1: Uh, you're not. You
0: just put out an EP at the beginning of the month.
1: You're not allowed to take a break.
0: Ah, uh, don't beat yourself up. Let me let me ask you this: during that phase where everybody is kind of blowing up, and you guys are living in that community. Um, do you start going on the road with people
1: at that time? Um, there weren't really many touring. There wasn't really much touring. Yeah, I there was a lot of shows, yeah. not a lot of touring. It was a lot of LA shows, a lot of I've,
0: warehouse shows and shit like that.
1: Countless, yeah, hams. You know, yeah, like of course, fucking always was that one of those. Always w- supporting my I was homies. Probably
0: f- handing you out beers. I was bartending those parties. Back Most then. likely, yeah, yeah. Uh, at that time, as Peeps' trajectory is just going fucking skyrocket he moves
1: out right uh he well he moved to like he first he Echo got a, park he yeah. got a little spot in la like from whatever his uh his label he was yeah, working with right, or whatever right. and then he um then he started a tour yeah. and then that was like the first that was the first friend of mine that i knew that was going on a real deal tour that was selling out shows and yeah. shit like that and i was like wow that's crazy
0: were you guys able to stay close or did you feel like the fame starting to separate him from everybody whether or not it was his intention
1: well he made sure not to let that happen he made sure to like keep the people that he wanted close to keep them close and to keep in like you know yeah that's but cool. yeah naturally that does happen I and mean, you start seeing people a lot less because they're fucking busy yeah. like i remember even you know like certain times i like like he used to come down with me to visit san diego and shit sometimes or go here and, and i'd be like he was like yo like i can't like really be doing that that much anymore right now because like i gotta do this and that and this and that and i was like yeah i mean i feel you yeah fucking kill it go get it done and so yeah that and that just, it taught me a lot well, looking so that's at what i was gonna like ask
0: that, is like how did you see yourself reflected in that like were you learning from his experience and going like oh this is going to eventually happen to me
1: it made me grind hard as fuck because i was like i'm tired of being this fucking person that's just sitting around doing nothing i'm trying to fucking be out there like i'm trying to do this shit. And he knew that like, you know, it, when your time is going to be your time. So you do it, do what you got to do. You know what you got to do. So do it. Yeah. So then I was like, fuck it. Yeah. Lockdown season. Go, go in the room, record all my fucking music. It's constantly trying to boom, 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 trying to get this shit on the road, trying to make a fucking name for myself, trying to make a career. Yeah. And you know, I had the most supportive friends ever. I have a support, super supportive family, like, and it helped me a lot, you know? Yeah. And then I just put the pedal to the metal and tried.
0: Yeah, What's that feeling like for you during that time as, like, all the modern forms of validation, i.e. social media, are starting to, like, really exponentiate and you're jumping from, like, you know, this little small Instagram following to, like, it's just shooting up. Like, is that... What's that feeling like? I mean... Or did you not give a fuck
1: about it? I didn't really give a fuck about it. I just wanted to literally... The only thing I give a fuck about is if I can... Take a step back, look at what I'm doing, and be proud of it. Yeah, that's the only thing I care about.
0: Are you proud of it?
1: I'm proud of what I've done. Yeah, I mean, I, I can. There's a lot more to come. Yeah. So we'll check back in in a year, and we'll see. Uh, we'll see what I have to say
0: you'll still you'll still be saying oh check back with me next year <laughs> that's what I'm tra- i was just telling him off air like yo man you're killing it right now you got to like take a step back and just appreciate what you're accomplishing even though it doesn't feel like you're accomplishing what you're meant to uh, eventually fulfill like you still have to like go i'm doing it it's happening you know yeah and yeah. i gotta
1: keep the mindset going yeah, where it's like that's it okay gotta keep pushing keep pushing you Don't can
0: al- you can be allowed to not be satisfied but still be happy with what you've accomplished yeah that's a hard thing to learn you can believe
1: two things at once yeah you just got to keep your uh keep your foot on people's necks and stuff keep 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 going at it and keep uh you know leveling up it's all about there's all levels to this shit yeah and it comes in levels like you'll notice when you leveled up like okay uh, now i'm at this level now i'm at this level
0: so i don't know what's it like i mean i remember getting the call well i got a text from from adam actually about when pete passed away yeah and even just at being on the outskirts of the scene and just being close to some of the people you're close with mm-hmm. i felt heartbroken and i barely even knew the dude but this mm-hmm. is one of your best childhood friends this yeah. is somebody who I- inspired your career path in a sense this is somebody who is a brother to you so like w- what is that for you when when you get that call
1: uh just fucking i don't know man <laughs> a lot of fucking a lot of crying
0: yeah <laughs> was it like late in the evening i remember it being yeah. late in the evening when i got the text about
1: it yeah i just i saw it on twitter bro i just saw a tweet and i was like nah put my phone down <sighs> yeah and then i just like tried to call all my friends and no one answered and i was like yeah and i just knew what was going what was going on and then eventually it just like shortly after we all came together, you know, like, yeah. and, you know, did our, did our mourning however we needed to do it, but yeah. whether it was healthy or not, the way we handled shit, but. Sure.
0: Yeah. Of course, there's going to be like a lot of toxic mourning, I'm sure. Oh yeah. But I have to imagine, and I, cause I've heard this story from a few different people who are involved in different ways in his life, but I mean, it seems to me that you have probably a different perspective than most people having known him since you were 12, right? Mm-hmm watching the world mourn for one of your best friends it's a strange is thing. it s- uncomfortable
1: it's not uncomfortable it's, it makes me it just, i'm just so fucking proud of the kid you know yeah. like, fucking yeah. did everything he said he was gonna do and it was just the beginning of it so yeah. you know i we I, anyone who has known him s- since a young age knew he was destined for greatness everyone knew mm-hmm. everyone knew like it whether it was Whatever the fuck it was going to be, we knew that something was going to happen. Really? And it was just, you know, I'm, I'm, I try to look at it this way as much as possible. I'm just extremely, extremely, extremely lucky that I have the perspective that I, I do in this whole situation. Because mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of shit. I've seen a lot of the shit in this industry. I've seen a lot of fucking, what, whatever it may be. But watching, watching something like that happen is a very rare thing. Not. Many people get to see that no. shit. No, most people don't. No, yeah, it's a very small, a very small amount of people that get to see someone like one of their childhood good friends, you know, take over. Yeah, and become a legend,
0: and remain in his life at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like you were there for the whole thing. Yeah,
1: it's a very, it's a crazy it's thing. A and trip. I'm super lucky to be able to, to have seen it.
0: And maybe this is a weird question, but like. Do you ever see people mourning in a way that makes you upset, and you feel some sort of like ownership over of the grief? You know what I mean. Like
1: you guys are abusing this grief that I'm actually going through. I mean, I get naturally, I guess. Yeah, but you know, I don't, I don't, I don't even think about that shit. I just try to, you know, I just try to stick to myself. You know, to deal with things the way I need to deal with things. Think about what I think about. Hold on to the memories that I have, and that no one else. Knows about or it has, you know. Yeah, and yeah, just just keep just hold on to those shits, you know. And then just like really like, just keep it in mind, you know. Like just find I find myself thinking about shit all the time, just
0: mm-hmm.
1: ch- chilling, just crack a smile, crack a laugh, remember some shit, mm-hmm. see some on TV that reminds you know, and just like little things and like. You know, people all grieve in their own way. And, you know, like he, he had a lot of, he had a lot of really dedicated, he has a lot of really dedicated fans. Totally. And you know what? That's great. Like, that's fucking great that he was, he's able to have that. Like people are all different. So like, you can't, it's like, who am I to say like, oh, fuck you. You can't say that. That was my friend. Like yeah, You nah. can't gatekeep the grief. Nah, hell yeah. no. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's corny, bro. And people do do that, but like, that's corny. Yeah. Like, nah.
0: How long is it? after that goes down that you're able to f- i guess feel some sense of normalcy and get back to work
1: um right away you did yeah that's how that's like what What you like had to what power I, through it i was like it's game fucking time yeah literally yeah Dro- stopped going to school ended that shit dubbed it
0: oh you were still going to school at that point
1: mm-hmm. what the fuck so you're like already blowing
0: up but still in the cc mm-hmm. or not bl- i wouldn't I say I mean blowing, not blowing up. up but like i didn't get
1: sc- one music check yet oh really <laughs> yeah, yeah so i was just you know Doing average shit You know Just I was living a normal ass life Going to school Fucking Doing my shit I didn't I never had a job before Because my fucking Financial aid Paid for like my rent For when I was going to school As long as I was in school My financial aid was paying For my rent Right So that's how I was able To live beforehand But then I was like Fuck all this I'm going straight Into this music shit Like I'm going Full fledged like i'm doing this and then yeah like my last final was like that the next couple days took that last final never went back to school yeah i was gonna transfer too and i was like nah fuck that
0: oh it seems like it's working out
1: yeah my dad was like i mean i respect i i I, or both my parents were like yeah we like um we we support whatever you want to do but like you know it might be a little it might get a little rough and i was like fuck it (laughs) but so they're stoked
0: then they're yeah. not like, they weren't upset that you dropped out. Like you. Nah,
1: they're, they're just happy to see me doing something that I enjoy because there's not much shit I enjoy. Really? Yeah, so, I mean, there is, but, like, there's not much shit career-wise that I enjoy or, like, anything that could really, like, make make me any money to support myself or yeah. take me to any places that are going to be good for me. Like, yeah, there's it. nothing that I like to do besides this shit. Like, right. I, I don't know what I would be doing if I wasn't doing this. I can't imagine myself doing anything else.
0: But that also brings me to, um, I remember being your age and being as obsessed with the music drive as you Mm -hmm. clearly are right now, right? And, And being 24 and putting all of my heart and effort into it and that said it really was like my only hobby it was my only pastime it mm-hmm. was my only social life it was everything do you have any um surprising hobbies uh, or or do you have time for any other hobbies other than music you know what i'm saying like are you into a, anything I paint a lot
1: you paint yeah that's i paint great. a lot yeah that's or actually i kind of fell off with that a little <laughs> bit but yeah. i do i i try to paint a lot i have many pieces and shit like all over my house and whatnot like i love painting i've always loved painting yeah i've always loved drawing and shit what do you
0: draw what do you paint
1: uh i mean nothing specific i usually just kind of think of an idea and put it on a canvas with like a sick background and add other shit into it it's very random yeah my mind works in like a weird way when i paint and shit right but then, like other hobbies, my other hobby is eating. I'm a huge foodie. Really? Yeah, like hardcore. Like that's what I want to do. Like I want to, I want to get into fucking food shit heavy too.
0: Nice. I love food. I'm, a, I don't call myself a foodie because I don't feel like I have the money to be a foodie. But I definitely like am an exploratory eater. Uh, do you have a favorite restaurant that you've gotten to experience, or like, or a favorite dining experience in L.A.?
1: Oh man, my homie, my homie over here, Logan, he's yeah. a chef, and he's put me on to a. Oh Union, yeah, Union is fucking the shit. Shout out Union in Pasadena. Yeah. It's like the best pasta. I that, guess he, he was would.
0: on Top Chef. That dude, he doesn't was uh, he? Yeah, he he was uh, the the chef from Union. Oh who, yeah, yeah. Who yeah. opened yeah. Union was on Top he's, Chef. He's he's, he's not the chef him. anymore. Legend.
1: He's homies with him. Oh really? Chris, yeah, yeah from he Union. So hard last time we went. Yeah. Yeah, he fucking he's homies with him, and fucking we go there all the time. Have We've, you
0: guys? Did you guys ever do uh, Providence
1: yet? Nah, I've never done Providence. A sick restaurant. I'm about to just shout out a couple restaurants. Fucking Dama, sick fucking Mexican place in a art district. Yeah, Sushi Enya, some of the best sushi I've ever had. Um, I like, bro. I go out, Houston's in a past in glendale great restaurant i i bro, I love all the top tier ones like yeah. those are the like
0: that that's one of the things that's really bummed me out about COVID is just not being
1: able to I really know, like bro that's the only go on
0: any culinary exploration you know
1: that's the only fucking thing yeah. like that's my the... wife
0: and i are huge taco fans too so we'll try to like beyond doing like you know birthday or or anniversary type events at like a place like providence or or uh like cheese Baca or something like yeah. we'll also just try on the weekends to go find the most hole in the wall ass taco spot and and it's like you can't really do that shit right now. Yeah, anymore.
1: I'll just hit open table and just peep what's open and then fucking try to get a reservation there or whatnot. But yeah, I was just in San Diego. Um, we just went down to like visit for a day or, or whatever. And fucking we were in La Jolla. We were at this Airbnb in La Jolla and we went to this fucking place called Javier's. It's a sick Mexican food place over there. And I, we went there and like we sat down in the restaurant and I was like, wait what the fuck we're sitting inside right now like it took me a second to realize and i was like wait i haven't sat inside a restaurant since covid like i I go having i go out all the time but it's all outdoor dining yeah
0: yeah
1: i like the restaurants that are like um especially right now the ones that are like have a patio normally to eat on so it doesn't feel forced it's not like you're on the fucking sidewalk and buses are flying by you because i've been to a lot of those too right right but but yeah like the those ones are are the fire ones i'm on i'm on yelp now heavy I,
0: i've left a few yelp
1: reviews i try to only
0: leave good yelp reviews
1: because i don't want to be a snitch yeah you know I, well I, I like bro you got to say it how it is i've only left one bad one yeah. <laughs> it was a crazy ass circumstance i
0: have left one bad review but it was just because it was so mediocre and it what? but i would never leave a bad review without service some of the best restaurants in la have three and a half stars yeah because it's all like I love the food here but I hate the service and it's like this is one of the best restaurants it's just that yeah. you guys go in there and act like cocksuckers oh so yeah that the, too the, yeah so the people fucking hate you and that's why you left the three, three stars yeah my anyway. brother
1: my brother fucking like collapsed in the restaurant because he like ate this bad taco or oh whatever my God, yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna put him on blast no, because yeah. it was one of my favorite. Is yeah, one of my favorite yeah, 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 restaurants yeah, yeah. but they did fuck up that one time because they were like assholes about it yeah, too yeah I got
0: food poisoning at a taco spot one time and still wouldn't be a bad review because you know what the tacos were delicious so it's like <laughs> I'm not gonna I got sick, but it's like I also have a gringo stomach, so I'm I'm gonna go back there. (laughs) Yeah, I I'll go back for sure. Um, So, what do you see yourself doing, or do you have any goals after the music? Because music doesn't last forever.
1: Lots of different, lots of different businesses. I wanna. I mean, obviously, I'm trying to get into property right now. Um, I want to. I'm planning on opening up a food truck within the next year, or within the next two years. Seeing, we'll see what happens with the COVID. But I'm planning on opening up up a food truck. Um, I'm planning on opening up a tattoo shop.
0: Oh wow! I was gonna ask, do you ever see yourself being a tattoo artist?
1: I I want to learn, you know. And I I even talk to my art. I even talk to my artist sometimes, and I'm like, yo, like, cause he always comes to my house to do house calls and shit. And he's like, man, like, I might as well just get another fucking machine and just leave it here. And I was like, bro, I will buy the fucking machine, and leave it here. But on one condition, you have to teach me a little bit of shit. Yeah, yeah. And I, I would love to do that. I used to like. There was a sh- very short period in time where I was like, "Man, maybe I should, maybe I should be a tattoo artist," because I love tattoos. Like I just love the culture about it and everything. But um, yeah, I'm definitely gonna have that. I want to open. A, I want to open a barber shop. Oh yeah. Because I cut hair too. Oh no. My shit. mom used to be a hairdresser. Wow. So she taught me a little bit of how to cut hair and whatnot. So I, I cut my own hair for years and shit. And yeah.
0: That's why you got a hood on right now. Yeah. That's I'm actually, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding.
1: I actually just got a haircut for the first time in so long at like an actual place.
0: Yeah, I need to get a fucking beard trim, but I don't want to go to the barber. Yeah, they will fuck it up. Uh, well, yeah, sometimes they fuck it up, but also, I mean, I've just been trying to do like full-on COVID grizzly shit, but it's getting a little crazy. It it's hard though. I fuck, right fuck with right now. I fuck it. Yeah, I mean, thank you. I appreciate it. Man. I can't even grow. A fucking it's beard the bald like man's that. mohawk. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I feel you. You got to play with some. Those are all fantastic goals. And I'm glad that you have so many um, things that you want to do with the money that you're sure to make from the music That said you just put out an EP. So let's wrap it up by talking briefly about slow motion
1: Uh, yeah, slow motion is the EP. I just released Um, it's produced by my very close friend pretty heartbreak mm-hmm. extremely talented producer and vocalist engineer and yeah, he this is one of the first projects I've worked on it in entirety with the producer uh, over his shoulder the whole time while we're making the beat and whatnot. So you're like
0: helping arrange and sequence stuff? Yeah I'm yeah. giving
1: my two cents where, where it's where it's uh you know where I'm not trying to not even where it's needed because I like he he knows best you know where the when when it comes to this shit but like you know I'll, I'll give my opinion on like oh you want it this way or that way and then like that and then he Engineered the whole thing and mixed and mastered it. I usually I mix and master all my own music. Every single song I've ever released, except for this EP. This is the first one mixed and mastered by him. So you're starting to learn to give
0: up a little bit of control.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know what? When the majors do finally offer you that money,
0: you're gonna have to give up a lot of control. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: So you got to start learning now.
1: I'm not worried about it as long as it's in the right people's hands. That's it.
0: Yeah, you gotta you gotta trust the people that are around you. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So this project I worked on just entirely during COVID, and we just locked into the studio for pretty short. that it was very natural and it was very quick and easy and it was uh, I'm very proud of it and I really like the music on it and Good. it's it's a little bit different than my normal style but you know it's it kind of shows the direction where I'm trying to go in you know yeah a little more.
0: you know I was texting with you before and I, I can feel like hints of a true pop star starting to emerge
1: man I hope right <laughs>
0: Uh, I mean, you could feel that though, right? There, yeah, there are some that. genuine like potential radio bangers on there.
1: I need that Justin Bieber feature, yeah, ASAP.
0: There you go. I'm sure it'll happen if that's what you want to happen. You know what I mean? I'm not joking. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I th- I think the EP's great. I don't know i'm happy for you man like it seems like things have worked out yeah things are going to continue to work out you got a bright future you're young and fucking uh hollywood handsome you know what i'm saying you're gonna be (laughs) killing it for a long time to come
1: i appreciate you yeah
0: most definitely thank you for coming in dude i appreciate you taking the time thank you Uh, for having me of course so tell the people where they can find you online
1: uh instagram at brendan savage uh youtube brendan savage twitter at brendan savage soundcloud or brendan savage i don't really use you can soundcloud just, anymore you can just google brendan savage Just yeah.
0: bre 2 A-N savage spelled yep. like the word
1: you might see a couple pictures of my dad because his name is brendan savage as well
0: i have a feeling that your dad's seo is probably not as strong as yours at this point
1: yeah but he you'll see a couple of his firefighter uh his firefighter photos up there and whatnot he'd be running some shit out there so That's yeah
0: tight. um yeah man brendan savage go check out the new ep slow motion uh, you're gonna see him perform what song are you gonna do tonight
1: uh, I th- yeah I think I'm gonna do that one I'm not sure yet. Yeah. I'll, I'll make we'll a split decision right now it's
0: either gonna be slow motion or tonight yes. we will play around with it something's gonna happen though
1: and album album coming on the way
0: you got an album coming too? Yes. Is that going to be considered your debut or are you going to be like, are you going to wait until the major label to call it your debut?
1: I don't know. I mean, I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to put it out there. I'm not too worried about being like, oh, this is just, this is my first one.
0: You know, people always like, they, they release cheating. like
1: 15 albums and yeah. then when the
0: one finally comes out on a major, they're like, my debut album. Yeah. Nah. Like, man, that's crazy. Cause I've been listening to you for 16 <laughs> years already. Um, yeah. So album on the way as well. Yes, sir. Well, I look forward to it, man. Congrats on all your successes and many more years to come. Thank you, Uh, bro. Yeah, of course. Uh, That said, my name is Lee. Some of you guys might know me as Intuition. You can follow me online at It's Intuition or at Kinda Neat on uh, Instagram or Twitter. Make sure to go follow Kinda Neat on Instagram, youtube.com slash Kinda Neat, where you're going to see Brennan Savage perform a song that we're going to figure out as soon as we end this podcast. And um, everything wrapped up in a pretty package at KindaNeat.net. That said, my name is Lee, that was Brennan, and this was Kinda Neat.
1: Yes, sir.